Are you looking for more ways to learn about military and veteran culture? Are you a mental health professional or public health professional without lived experience in the military but find yourself working with veterans? Are you a caregiver or a family member of a veteran? Then you might be interested in a series of books that have been released with you in mind. By going to veteranmentalhealth.com forward slash books, you can check out three books that give you an insight into veteran mental health from a combat veteran perspective. These books are a collection of short, consumable essays that discuss a wide range of topics related to mental health and wellness in post-military life. Head on over to veteranmentalhealth.com forward slash books and check them out for yourself or follow the link in the show notes. Welcome to episode 103 of the Headspace and Timing podcast. As I've been mentioning in the past couple of shows, we're increasing our podcast episodes to two a week. On the first show of every month, I'm going to be giving you a sneak preview of the episodes coming up that month. So here's a sneak preview for April 2019. We have a number of really good guests this month, culminating in a two-part episode that I'm really stoked about. Welcome to the Headspace and Timing podcast, a show dedicated to breaking down the stereotypes around veteran mental health. My name is Dwayne France, and I'm a retired Army non-commissioned officer and a combat veteran of both Iraq and Afghanistan. After retiring from the Army, I took on a new mission as a clinical mental health counselor for my fellow service members. If you served in any branch of the military, then you're familiar with the M2 machine gun, the 50 cal. It's one of the most effective weapons in the military's arsenal. If the weapon's headspace and timing wasn't set correctly, however, it was just a useless chunk of metal. Veterans can be rendered inoperable if their headspace and timing's not set correctly either. That's my goal with this show change the way that we think and talk about veteran mental health and reduce the stigma against seeking support. Each week we'll talk with mental health professionals, veterans, and those who support service members, veterans, and their families. We're going to have real and honest conversations about a topic that most just don't like to talk about, veteran mental health. Let's jump into this week's conversation. On Thursday, April 4th, we'll be releasing episode 104, a conversation with veteran and mental health counselor, Eric Strom. Having that lived experience is important. For some, they're going to, you know, look for that counselor who is a veteran, right, to, to have that, that extra 1%. But for a lot of folks, you know, if you have that other, you know, 98, 99%, they can be okay with that. And yeah, definitely important to pay attention to that, that cultural competency piece. Eric and I have a great conversation about how some veterans feel like they absolutely have to talk to a veteran for therapy, but then others just want to talk to someone who they can relate to. Therapy is important, and having a good relationship with a therapist is also important. We also talk about the differences between mental health and the active duty military and the guard components. On Tuesday, April 9th, on episode 105, I have a conversation with a friend and colleague, Justine Ebers. There's been a lot of other things I've learned along the way, how to, how to let go, how to just be present, you know, like how many people listening to this even know how to do that? We know we see all these like great quotes online and Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest around like be present, but are people really doing it? You know, are people really taking time to, to write the things that they're grateful for and realize that they actually have everything they need in their lives right now? And if you don't, it'll come. Justine and I have known each other for a couple of years, back when she was working with veterans in the higher education space, to her work with Bunker Labs and now her own nonprofit, The Paradigm Switch. 
Justine is an inspiration to me and military spouses and service members throughout the country. What many didn't know was that Justine was struggling with alcohol addiction while she was outwardly successful. She and I have a real and honest conversation about the two lives she'd been leading and the things that she's learned since she acknowledged the addiction and took steps to change it. I'm honored to have been able to share Justine's story with the Headspace and Timing audience and extremely grateful for her courage and openness about a challenging subject. On episode 106, mentor extraordinaire Lita Citrone shares her thoughts on military transition from a corporate perspective. Just because you've done something in the military doesn't mean that's what you're supposed to do when you come out. If you were a mechanic in the Navy and now you want to be an author or you know a speaker, great, go be an author or a speaker. And I think so often we're limited by what we've done before. By the same token, if you want to be an author and a speaker and you're not very well spoken and you can't form a sentence, no matter how much you want that, it may not be in your cards. So there's a lot of possibility out there. It's just kind of helping folks create a strategy. If you're a veteran or military spouse and you don't know who Lita Citrone is, then you're missing a significant component in your post-military life. Lita is a recognized expert on military to civilian transition, but not because she's a service member. She comes to the transition space from the corporate side, having spent a number of years in the corporate sector. She's another example of someone who hasn't served, but has a significant heart for those who have. On Tuesday, April 16th, on episode 107, Marine Corps veteran Dr. Teresa Larson and I have a conversation about the intersection between physical and psychological wellness. When you face the facts of what needs to be done, those are easy. Just do your job, care about people. Platoon commanders do things a little bit differently. Each one does little things a little bit differently. But I do acknowledge that there is a uniqueness. However, when you need to just get a job done, and he, I knew that he was able to do it. And the hard part was letting go of that ego of like, it has to be me, it has to be me. I mean, you have to do that in life to truly move forward is realize it's just not about you all the time. Like you have to let go of that ego, what's going to provide you the best environment to be the most healthy. Dr. Larson has an amazing story about her own struggles with wellness to include something that people don't often associate with veteran mental health, eating disorders. She and I have a pointed conversation about her experiences, which include having to leave her platoon in Iraq in the hands of another leader because of her condition. Dr. Larson is an outstanding example of post-traumatic growth in that she's become stronger on the other side of these struggles and now helps people find wellness in mind, body, and spirit. On Thursday, April 18th, Air Force veteran Raul Juarez is on episode 108. He shares how he found continuing education to be the thing that helped him recover from his own mental health concerns and his desire to help other veterans with theirs. It's, it sounds strange, but I actually, you know, when I, after my first deployment, I enjoyed it. I feel like I, what I was doing, I was applying it and I was like actually making a difference. You know, not that you can't make a difference from, you know, home station, but it felt like it was exciting. It was scary. It was, it was everything all, all wrapped up into one. And maybe like, you know, you can't replicate playing on Sundays or whatever sport you do. <laughs> you can't play, you know, from watching, it's commentating. You just can't, right? That's what they say. It's not the same. It's great, but it's just not the same. And same thing here. Like now we're talking about all swapping stories. And, and so there's a lot of that. I think a lot of similarities. Raul and I talk about the similarities between professional or collegiate athletes in their post-sports career and veterans in their post-military career and how he's using the skills he gained in the military and in post-military life to help others. Episode 109 is going to air on Tuesday, April 23rd. Reporter Leo Shane and I have a conversation about reporting on veteran mental health and legislative advocacy. 
I will tell you, there's there has been more talk uh, of late. There's been a lot more long term looking, especially as we look at the footprint of VA, where are hospitals being built, what facilities are out there. Um, you know, the old model was you got a big metropolitan center, you got enough, uh, you got enough veterans there, boom, build a big VA hospital and we'll repair it and we'll keep it going. And now we've seen more clinics. We've seen more um, some smaller scale footprints that allow for more flexibility, may allow for expansion or contraction. Uh, and even in this, even in the Mission Act, there's there's uh, part of this is setting up a network. Part of this is setting up a, a better way of connecting um, the the VA healthcare system to the private healthcare system and uh, and creating a safety net for veterans that, that works into the future. Even if the number of veterans starts to dwindle, you've got a, a healthy healthcare system that can at least absorb. Leo's done a lot of great work in reporting on veteran issues in his career. And if you want to know what's going on in the Capitol regarding the future of the VA, then he's one of the few reporters who gets it. Make sure to tune into his episode to get some behind-the-scenes insights into the upcoming implementation of the Mission Act and how the VA is changing in the future. Thursday, April 25th is the first of a two-part series with Dr. Ed Tick, a nationally recognized expert on veteran mental health and an author of Warrior's Return, Restoring the Soul After War. In the Art of War, Sun Tzu said, the most important thing officers and leaders can do is to be moral examples for their troops, expressing moral values and keeping the troops um, within moral reins. And the, the degree to which the leaders do that and appear as good fathers loving and guiding their children, to that degree, the troops will be willing, happily willing to follow those leaders and serve well in their campaign. Dr. Tick was singing my song through these two conversations. The concept of moral, just, and responsible leadership is one that I personally tried to adhere to in my military career, and the best leaders that I followed tried to do exactly that. Consider outstanding leaders throughout history, like Dick Winters from the Band of Brothers, and those are the type of transformational leaders that you want to follow, not just have to follow. On Tuesday, April 30th, we're going to bring you episode 111, where Dr. Tick and I continue the conversation in the second part of this two-part series. Many human beings have an instinctive revulsion to being exposed to violence. And so it's not only when we're in danger we run the other way, uh, when it's an actual physical danger, um, but when people feel in any way danger, threat, coming at them in some form of violence, they do seem to turn the other way. And that means sitting next to a veteran and listening to his story. I may hear things that I'm really uncomfortable with. I may hear things I don't know how to respond to. I may hear things I disagree with that make me angry. I may hear things that uh, morally offend me. I may have to look at my own moral injury at being uh, a member of society that does this. There are so many reasons civilians just shut down and the heart closes off and they look the other way. Uh, and this is in contrast, of course, to all the war movies coming out of Hollywood, where war is entertainment. It's not the same as education. He and I had such a great conversation the first time we sat down together, we didn't get to some of the things that he wanted to talk about. So we had to swing back around for the second conversation. In the first part, we talked about moral injury, the morality and meaning of being a service member, and in the second conversation, we talked more about the community response to service members and the need for understanding and education on both sides. 
You're listening to Headspace and Timing, where we're trying to change the way that we think and talk about veteran mental health. So there you have it, a month's worth of great conversations coming up. I'm always floored by the insights of the guests that we've had on the show. It's not just me having the conversations about mental health and wellness, but a whole community of individuals. Whether we're talking about addiction, eating disorders, the successes and struggles that a veteran faces in their post-military life, an insider's look at the future of the Department of Veterans Affairs, or the extended peek into the mind of one of the elder statesmen in the field of veteran mental health, there's something for everyone in this month. Make sure to subscribe on your podcast player of choice by going to veteranmentalhealth.com forward slash platforms so you don't miss any of the shows. Thanks for taking the time to listen. If you want to find the show notes for this episode, go to veteranmentalhealth.com forward slash HST103. While you're there, share the link to the show with someone that you think might need to hear it. We're always looking for guests like the ones that we're previewing here. You can drop me a line at info at veteranmentalhealth.com to recommend guests or you can go to veteranmentalhealth.com forward slash guest to fill out a suggestion or request. Just a reminder that the guests and information in this show are for educational purposes only and not meant to be considered professional advice. While I am a therapist, I'm not your therapist. If something you've heard makes you think that you could talk to somebody, then reach out to do so. I'd like to thank Doc Todd for giving us permission to use his track, Not Alone, from his album Combat Medicine. Doc's trying to bring the discussion about veteran mental health out of the darkness and into the light, and you can see all of his work at therealdoctod.com. Be on the lookout for all of these episodes, and until next time, veterans, remember, you're not alone, ever. The struggle is real, found a piece and lost a soul Eventually my drinking, it got out of control There in darkness I roam, struggling to find home See suddenly death didn't feel so alone 22 a day, destination unknown It could have been avoided if you picked up the phone But now you're gone, so I guess all we get is the tone Nothing but bone weeds, overgrown, pushing up stones I've triumphed over enemies, co-creating enemies Broke out facilities that tried to put an end to me R.I.P., I'd rather grind in tranquility Authentic Tennessee, embrace my ability Take those bottles out, dog, and pour them in the sink. 
Take the needles out your arm and the gun away from your forehead. It's time, man, you've been through enough pain. Stand up. It's time to stand back up. All my veterans, man, Army, Marine Corps, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard. Get up, you know. Are you looking for more ways to learn about military and veteran culture? Are you a mental health professional or public health professional without lived experience in the military but find yourself working with veterans? Are you a caregiver or a family member of a veteran? Then you might be interested in a series of books that have been released with you in mind. By going to VeteranMentalHealth.com forward slash books, you can check out three books that give you an insight into veteran mental health from a combat veteran perspective. These books are a collection of short, consumable essays that discuss a wide range of topics related to mental health and wellness in post-military life. Head on over to VeteranMentalHealth.com forward slash books and check them out for yourself or follow the link in the show notes.